What's the game-changing realization that helped you build a high-performing team? That question is at the center of every episode of the HR Impact Show. Every HR professional wants to build a team that has empowered managers, engaged employees, and an organization that's striving to become elite. The challenge is that you're often told to do more with less. We're going to fix that. Every week, we will feature executive and senior HR leaders from across the country, and they will share with us their actionable insights and best practices that can help empower you to create an engaged elite workforce. Here's the show. Great job this quarter. Keep up the good work. That's an interesting idea, but I hear what you're saying. However, these are all phrases that we as leaders are using that's crushing our teams. Let me explain. When you're trying to build a communication culture, one of the cornerstones of that communication culture is the ability for leaders to give and receive feedback effectively. Unfortunately, in today's busy environments, especially if you're in a small to mid-sized organization, you're dealing in an environment where you have so many things going on that you don't take the time to think about how feedback should be given and how we should respond to it when we get feedback. That's one of the big gaps that happens in organizations that leads to the strategic vision not being connected to the execution and tasks at the line level. So let's talk about what happens when we're, when we're thinking about feedback in general, but more specifically, let's talk about how we can make feedback more effective. What are the things that commonly grow wrong that gets in our way and our ability to build an elite organization? There are five things that commonly happen. First is a lack of specificity. And here's what I mean. If you're saying that you had a good quarter, keep up the good work, what does that actually mean? It's pretty vague, right? So what you want to do is call out specific items or things that went exceptionally well. And then in terms of keeping up the good work, you want to add some elements into it on areas of improvement. Watch out for this thing. Watch out for this other thing. That, that's one easy way that you can make feedback a lot more effective is by being specific about what went well and what didn't. One of the other mistakes that commonly happens is that we emphasize the areas that are growth focused and things that need to be improved without celebrating the things that are going well. Make sure that you are not falling in the trap of constantly talking about improvement in a very toxic way so that the employee doesn't sit there thinking he's, he or she isn't doing anything right. Make sure you're celebrating the wins. The other element of feedback that often gets missed is that leaders often look at it through the lens of a one-way conversation. So if you want to make feedback effective, don't fall in the trap of having it turn into a monologue. It's got to be a two-way street, and you have to create space for the employee to express their thoughts and offer their insights. That's especially important when you're talking about manager effectiveness. No one will be surprised to learn that every manager thinks that they are a lot better at different aspects of their job than what their reports would say. So make sure you're not falling into that trap. One of the often overlooked areas of feedback is the issue of timing. And it shows up in a couple of different ways. 
it could be the timing of the moment. If somebody is having a bad day and you had a, a feedback conversation scheduled, tune into your empathy and ask yourself if this is the right time to offer that feedback given the circumstances that the person is going through. In the same way that feedback given in the heat of the moment can be wrong, waiting too long to give that feedback is also setting you up for failure. So you need to make sure that you're having an eye towards finding that sweet spot where you can effectively deliver feedback. Once that feedback is received, what's the path forward? That's got to be defined too. And this often shows up in one-on-one -on -one meetings where you're, you're troubleshooting a problem and you're working on some development items, but there's no action items that comes out of that conversation. So you've had this meaningful conversation, but then no action behind it. When you get into that pattern, you're reinforcing the belief that this is just a flash in the pan effort and something that's going to be forgotten as easily as it was brought up. So it's not enough to just identify problems. You have to put an action plan into place to solve them. When you're looking at leadership effectiveness and specifically how you're building a communication culture and more importantly, how you're giving and receiving feedback, following or at least having line of sight to these common mistakes is going to make you more effective in building that communication culture. Without strong communication, you're not going to evolve into a high-performing team. So that communication aspect of the job becomes a critical component of effective leadership. In order for you to be as effective as possible as a leader, you have to be open to feedback. The goal for a leader is to make sure that the team is strong and effective. And in order to guarantee that, you need to make sure that you are empowering and engaging your team to give you the feedback that you need, which will position you to be a much better leader for the people that report into you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Impact Show. We hope you liked the conversation. Don't forget to continue supporting us by joining the HR Impact community. You can find the community at www.engagerocket.co slash HR Impact. Tune in next time where we'll have another guest who's going to share with us the game-changing insights that help them build high-performing teams.